Wow. He was small. He was like, I reckon probably like five two, five three. And like I was, I was not shouting obscenities, but you know what I'm like at a party. Like I get a little loud and he was trying to get in on my humor and I just wanted to turn around and be like, calm down, little guy. <laughs> it's not past your bedtime, chief. Yeah. Didn't Big Dog go to bed two hours ago? <laughs> Shout out to the short kings. You are Matt's people. You are definitely my people. Uh, you are my disciples. The short disciples. I love that. Um, short Jesus. <laughs> short bald Jesus. Short bald Jesus. Let's get the shirts done. Lock it up. Let's. Uh, yeah, this is not a religious pod. And we are back. Welcome back to Fifth and Dribble. Your boys are here. They're sitting here, mics in hand, screens up. What is doing, Locke? How's your weekend, my guy? My weekend was good, Matty B. How you doing? I was I was out in the country. I was in your neck of the woods, mate. Out in my neck of the woods. Said hello to uh, Mumsy and, and old dad out there. They were. I saw them now having a good old time, mate. Sunday in the country, nothing better. Nothing better. How was uh, how was the George? The George was all right. George goes hard. George is all right. For those that don't, I don't know what street it is. I don't know Bathurst. There's like four main streets. It's on I'm ninety percent sure it's on George Street. It might be on George Street. That probably <laughs> makes sense. Cross from the park there. For those that don't listen to the pod, was out at Bathurst. Cousin got married on the weekend. It was a lovely event. It was a fantastic venue. Yeah, nice. It was it was top tier. So shout out to uh, Ryan and Aaron. Yep. Um, yeah, no, it was a good weekend. It was a good weekend. Plenty of plenty of drinking with the cousins. You know, it's like when the fam gets together. I do know what it's like. My when fam family are a little bit inclined that way. So, you know, it happens to the best of us. It does indeed. It does indeed happen to the best of us. That is what I am looking forward to this weekend, going out to see the fam. I'll be heading out to the homestead. We'll be doing the old tag. Tag your Ooh, in. Anyone would think you're a couple of country boys, mate. I'm the furthest thing from a country boy. <laughs> I'm up there with you. Don't worry. I'm the furthest I I, thing from I, I think I use far too much hair product to be a uh, country boy. <laughs> I use too much cologne to be a country boy. Yeah, um, well, you can't use hair product on a bald head, so that would make sense. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. He's, he's got me early, ladies and gents. He's got me early. He's fucking hit me for six. What? Uh... Did you get up so much other than the uh, other than the wedding? Just recovery, right? Just recovery. We, we went up early Saturday morning. It was pissing down rain in Sydney, though. Yeah, it was not. It was not fun in Sydney. Um, Saturday or well, baseball was called off very early. Um, Saturday, actually, the sun came out a little bit on the Sunday, which was nice. Sunday, Ella and I were, were sitting around and we were like, "Oh, we're just gonna like we were planning it out on Saturday." We we're like, "Oh, let's watch movies all day Sunday, just have you know fuck all day, eat yeah. some chocolate, eat some popcorn." And uh, then the sun came out and it. was like, "Yo, what up?" But the the Saturday night was lovely we had a friend of the show big dick mick and his lovely fiance says their engagement party soon to be uh, mrs big dick soon to be mrs big dick um we had their engagement party which was really really nice Mm. shout out sorry i missed it guys it sounded like a lot of fun though from everything i heard it was it was dope um and my favorite part of the night was sean getting more and more progressively drunk and they 
Mick and Sarah have a vertically challenged friend. And every time this man walked past, Sean looked at me and said, I just want to grab his cheeks and go, who's a cute little guy? Who's a fucking little cute? I did, I did hear about Sean making a short friend. And from what I heard, he was short. He, yeah, he, yeah, he was pretty short and he was also in like, oh, I don't know if they were Balenciagas, but like, apparently this guy has a lot of money. So I wouldn't well, be surprised it doesn't if they cost were. much to buy kids shoes. Yeah. And he had like, they were like two inch lifts in them as well. And he was still short. With <laughs> Bro, like those things you see online where they wear the little lifts. Literally, on the inside. literally. <laughs> um, but apparently this man is a, is a real estate in the day and a pro gamer at night and wins like. $15,000 game. I, I must say, if pumps. you told me there is a man out there who is very tiny, wears Balenciagas, and is insecure enough to wear lifts, I would probably guess he's a real estate agent. Yeah. <laughs> that would probably be the first job that comes to mind if I'm being honest with you. So, I mean, that's, a belie- that's probably the most believable part of the story. Yeah, yeah. So, um, that was really funny. How little is little, though? Was he like, was he at least he was, a five-footer? He was like at my shoulder. Like, he was, wow. he was small. He was like, I reckon probably like five-two, five-three. <laughs> And like I was, I was not shouting obscenities, but you know what I'm like at a party. Like I get a little loud and he was trying to get in on my humor and I just wanted to turn around and be like, calm down, little guy. (laughs) It's not past your bedtime, chief. (laughs) Didn't Big Dog go to bed two hours ago? (laughs) Shout out to the short kings. You are Matt's people. You are definitely my people. Uh, You are my disciples. The short disciples. I love that. Um, Short Jesus. (laughs) Short, bold Jesus. Short, bold Jesus. Let's get the show. Let's start and lock it up. Let's, uh, yeah, this is not a religious pod. Uh, so don't, no, uh, no don't at us, not. don't at us about religion. No. But, um, yeah, no, it was, a, it was a really good night. Um, Sean also, uh, pissed all over the floor. I want to get that on record because he tried to blame me for pissing all over the oh, floor. Oh, you know what? Did you hear about this? No, but I believe you two are fucking grubs. Yeah. I believe yeah, look, you two are grubs. So, so, okay, so let me, let me relay the story. Okay. <laughs> The line was long in the bathroom and Sean had just gone in. There were three doobs in front of me and I was like, I'm not waiting. I was like, Sean, open this door. He didn't want to open the door. So Tim was in the bathroom. I was like, I'll piss in the shower. I'll piss in the sink. I honestly, I don't fucking care. The two girls that were there, there were just well, two or three girls that were there. They were like, don't piss in the shower. Don't piss in the sink. And Tim's like, you won't do it. You're a bitch. So I was getting ready to do it. Yeah. I mean, you, you just got called out you had you got me i had to i had to like fly was down and then mick came around he's like don't piss in my shower i was like like, that that is basically a big toilet like let me that is giant from the man who ruined a urinal by spewing so violently in it that it broke (laughs) um but moving on moving on um and by the time i had checked the bathroom door again sean had unlocked it so i opened it startled him and i think that's where the piss proceeded to hit the floor walls and seat and uh and the walls you say to his credit he cleaned up the seat uh i then because he's a gentleman he's a gentleman i then pissed and realized that there was a bit on the floor too and i was like oh okay let me just like i i'm all i'm all water like i don't care about the sound i know some people are a little pee shy when it comes to that stuff but i am all water you can ask anybody that i live with I that whether it's three o'clock in the morning or three I've o'clock in the it. afternoon, I am straight water. Mm. So I that's how, that's how you know go to my missing. grave. That's how I know I'm not missing. <laughs> Bro, also my auntie scared the shit out of me one time when I was like six years old, said she was gonna if I pissed on the seat again, she'd come in with some tongs and teach me how to use it. So that scarred that me. I might for get life. you cancelled nowadays. Bro, that's scarred that me for, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
you gotta put a tr- trigger warning some shit on there. <laughs> sorry sorry guys trigger trigger uh anyway so so yeah so i noticed there's a little bit on the floor i got down and i cleaned a bit on the floor but then the next the girls that were after us just hooting and hollering absolutely screaming about there being piss on the floor and this one chick came and wanted a mop and then what they like mop? what does she think she's standing in the ritz bruh bruh i don't know she wanted a mop so mick went and got a mop because he was like what do you want a mop for so mick goes and gets a mop and then these two girls hooting and hollering they come out and they go it was them two those two were sharing sword fighting and there was piss everywhere and i was like well I mean, woman, I'm I'm water only. Like I'm straighty 180. Sometimes I do a little sneaky is water or nothing. Water or nothing. Sometimes when I'm that drunk, I do a little sneaky sit because I can't trust myself. Okay, so all wet when it's dark and you're like waking oh, up. Oh, bro, when it's dark, up, you got that one eye bro, closed. You got the one eye closed. You're feeling shit with your hand to the wall, <laughs> and he just plonk down, and then you think probably sleep here. <laughs> That's uh, we've all been there, mate. The- you think two things. You think I'll probably sleep here, or you think is this a dream? Or you think, man, I shouldn't have, you know, you're like, I shouldn't have that last one. Yeah. yeah. That last one got me on this. So, so yeah, so that's, those are the events. Um, Sean, I love you, but blaming me for pissing everywhere is not cool. Maybe we'll have Um, to have Sean on here to rebut. We might, we might have to have him on here to rebut, but until then he is uh, the piss princess and he pissed everywhere. Well, I mean, if if he wanted to have his story out there, he'd have his own platform, but he would have his own platform, but you know what? You can't follow him anywhere. He doesn't own a podcast, but this one, you can actually follow him. He does have social media, but no, but this one, at Fifth of Dribble, Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, uh, where you and get all Sean's, your good podcasts. You'll never know. And Sean's, you'll never know. You'll never know. Never so know. this is the only story that's out there. And because it's out there, fuck him. They do say history is written by the victor. Yep, I am the victor. Anyway, maybe we should talk a little bit of sport. Maybe. I was thinking that. As much as your piss talk did engage me. <laughs> I'm glad you're engaged. Let's head to the uh, to the Yeah Nah report. Um, now... Let's just let's let's rock basketball first because um, we've got a lot of football trials to get to, and it's been so, an exciting few days in the association, my friend. Has been an exciting few days, and what excites me the most is that the Lakers still suck. Anthony Davis is down with another injury. Did you hear that after they fixed his bad ankle, he fell off the table and sprained his good ankle? Fuck off, dead ass, dead ass. I saw a Twitter report. I read an article. The internet doesn't lie to me. So my, my favorite thing about AD is when people say, oh, he's not that injury prone. He's missed, he's missed, you know, this many games and that's the same as this person, but do they account for the times that he starts the game and he leaves? Yeah. I don't think they do. And I think in the NRL, Adam Reynolds is a lot like that too, where he hasn't missed a lot of games, but he leaves a lot of games. Mm, Yeah. And AD's made a paper though. That is tough. That dude. Yeah. Absolute paper mache. Uh, It's really tough, but yeah. Struggling signs for the Lakers. Uh, Is it a, is it a, yeah. Nah. The fact that they lost to the Agua Caliente Clippers on that mellow shocker. They then lost to the Pelicans today. Uh, behind a decent game from CJ. They're now 27 and 33 and 10th in the West. 10th in the West. They're almost out of the play in, like I predicted. What, uh, where are you going? Yeah or nah? Big yeah. Big, big yes. Big yeah. Big red alert. Yeah. This is getting tough. I thought the All Star break would give them a chance to recalibrate, have <laughs> some fun at the All Star game, get into it. But man, this is looking tough and they just. They look absolutely shook. Yeah, they do. Their brains aren't in it. I don't know what is going on. They're rattled. Like it's just they keep waiting for it to just happen. 
Brother, the saddest thing about that Clippers game as well is that Dwight Howard was their best performer and they didn't play him in the second half. Motherfucker had like 15 and 15 in the first half, two blocks and a steal. But because the Clippers just go small ball, they played him off the yeah. they played him off the court. Yeah. And because of that, and like and like Zubash didn't come out. Hartenstein was playing the, you know, the 6'10 center. And you know, LeBron was doing his thing, but he was the only one doing anything. Like no one else was doing anything. Where you got you got our boys like Mark Morris Senior, Reggie Jackson, Terrence Mann, all going off. Like I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Ty Lu has to be in the conversation for coach of the year. I think he probably has to be. I he think he probably would if be we, the coach if we of the get year, the right? playoffs, if we get the or I don't know, Monty Williams has had a fucking killer season. Um, but if we get in the playoffs and out of the play in, it has to be Ty Lu. It has to be. If we somehow, you know, break this five game deficit between us and Denver, we have to. I think that's going to be tough. It. I think that's going to be, be tough. tough. Yeah. De- Denver's looked good. Um, reports Michael Porter Jr. comes back. Uh, Jamal Murray is supposed to come back before the playoffs too, but that's mm. been a long time. I mm. always forget about Jamal Murray. Yeah. But, but that's. Forgotten hero. That's going to be. The West is going to be insane, especially if those guys come back and, you know. Paul George and Kawhi come back, or even Paul George comes back. Yeah, by all reports, Paul George should come back. However, Kawhi may not. So Paul George, I think in a week or two, is set to be reevaluated. And if his it's a small ligament tear that he's got in his elbow, and if that has healed by itself, even incrementally, that will mean that he can come back this year. If it hasn't and he has to go under the knife again, then he's done for the year. So there's a lot of guys in LA uh, that are holding their breath. And I'm sure a lot of Lakers fans that are holding their breath too, because they fucking suck. They're so shit. Yeah. This is, this is getting really tough now. Like LeBron got booed at the crypto. What is it? Crypto.com, whatever that bullshit is. Crypto.com arena. And you can't call it the crypt because they've actually put it in their contract that it can't be called the crypt. Mm. How disgusting is that? That is gross. Crypto sucks. If you're into crypto, <laughs> you suck. <laughs> I was talking to a guy uh, yesterday, actually, and he was telling me all about crypto and and how he's like invested in like what is it, neo banking and shit like that. Like, and he's you know making, he? making decent money off of it. So good on him. Good sounds on like, him. Sounds like a cool dude. It actually, wasn't too bad. It's actually he's a Spurs fan. His first fan, oddly enough. Um, and no, it was not Nathan. Shout out to Nathan. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on to the next year now nah, because that's a massive year for the Lakers. Red alert, red alert. Um, next year now, nah, Joel Embiid and James Harden. That is this like the most fun dynamic duo in the league right now? This is besides the free throw shooting. Yeah. Really fun. And I know free throw shooting is a massive part of their game. Yeah. But they are putting up some monster numbers, bro. Like through Huge. two games. They're, Harden's almost averaging a triple-double. Yeah. Like a 28.9 rebound, 14 assists, triple-double. Disgusting. With five steals, bro. Like, it's insane. Gross. And, like, Embiid's averaging 35 and nine. Mm-hmm. A couple of assists and a couple of blocks. Like, how, how do you stop these guys? And their fringe guys are so good. Yeah. Maxi's great. I've never seen great. Tobias Harris look so good. And I think that's what it is. Like, he has way less pressure on him now. He's just he a shooter really now. The th- he's barely the third guy. He's the fourth Max- guy. He's Maxie behind Maxi. He's the third guy. Yeah, 100%. It's, and it's the best that he's he's ever looked 
Oh, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa. This, this year, this yeah, year. This year. This year. The best he's looked this year. I was going to say, in a Clippers uniform, he looked like a fucking all-star. Yeah, they, they turned him into a fucking trade asset on that one, didn't they? Well yeah, done. we definitely did. Doc Rivers turned out. him into a Doc Rivers trade asset. Back and, to Doc Rivers. Yeah, that's, he stitched himself <laughs> up on that one, didn't he? <laughs> he did. Um, but, um, but, yeah, big, but yeah, big big years here. Like, Huge most year. fun dynamic duo, duo right now. Um, I I'm loving to, I'm loving watching them play. That dump off pass that Harden had today to Joel Embiid, where he then just kind of bowled RJ Barrett out of the way, was hilarious. Um, but yeah, it was. I guess you um, can do that. Yeah, <laughs> it was almost if you look, you're like, oh, I don't know, but I guess you could. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you could cross your arms and run through a person. I'm sure that's I'm fine. Sure you could, yeah. I mean, yeah. You didn't have the ball. It was off the ball. Nah, exactly off the ball. <laughs> off, off oh the man, ball. these guys look so good together. Yeah. They're going to be so hard to stop in the playoffs, man. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think this pushes them up in that upper echelon with, I mean, that top of the East is going to be a gauntlet, right? Like, Oh, it's going to be gross. The Bulls, the Heat, guys, the Bucks, Bulls, these guys. Yeah. Oh, bro. Depending how the Nets come out and play. Yeah, well, I mean, good segue because uh, Ben 10, he's got a couple of back issues um, now that he's actually training. Uh, he's, you know, his body is not rested well and and – um, been okay with him sitting on the bench for this long. <laughs> Actually, not even sitting on the bench, sitting in his own couch. Sitting at home. Um, sitting at home, sitting at Wimbledon, sitting wherever he wants to sit except for on the bench. The seats aren't very good at the tennis courts there. No, nah, they're not. That's they're probably not. what it is. Especially when you're leaning over Mackinac with your new fiancé as well. You know, it's just, mm. you got to do what you got to do. But, um, yeah, so with his back issues, he's looking to be reevaluated in the next week or two uh, and will probably miss the March 10 game, which is saddening. I don't like this. I'm not a fan of he this. He can't miss it. He can't miss it. You can't because imagine your first go back into Philly as a playoff series. Oh, you, you'd be ridden off, wouldn't you? At least this way it's done, and you're like, yeah. can't, he won't play, but he he should. He's already rattled. He, in, and that's in the terms thing. Of like his head's already fucked. If it comes to a playoff game, he can't play in. He won't be able to play in Philly. Nah, he won't. He won't. He just. I don't know. I just can't see how that's good for him. Like it's not going to be. Fu- it's not going to be fun, right? Like growth isn't always fun. Mm. It's not going to be fun for him to have to sit through a game against the Sixers in their home arena with everyone hating on him. It's not going to be fun. No, it won't be. He has to do it eventually. You might as well do it now and go, all right, cool. And like it timed pretty well where it's like he could have ramped up. He could play a few games into it. Don't make that your return. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. Just make it your return. Just come back on a minute's restriction. Oh, how Give good 22 would, minutes. How good would the out. NBA be? How would they feel about that if that's his return game? Oh, bro. Adam Silver would be bricked the whole week. Bricked up. He's, he's walking on stage. He can, he can ring the, the Sixers bell. Yeah. That big old brick. <laughs> Boom. Bing. <laughs> he would oh, be loving it. Away. That would be if, – if they play, that is going to be – game of the week. Game of the month, I think. It will, it will be game of the month. It's hard I mean, to go bit too. Yeah, and we need a little bit to talk about coming to the end of the playoffs. Like, you know, the race is heating up. It'll be it'll be nice to have a little bit of an extra narrative towards it stuff. Uh, speaking of narratives, the New York mandates have changed. They've loosened up a little bit. However, the there's been a press release from the mayor saying that Kyrie can sit, he can dap his boys up, he could be with the guys on the bench, but he cannot dribble a ball in the Barclays Center. What the fuck? Yeah, this is strange. Like, I know we've we've come a long way on our stance on Kyrie. Um, but to me, it's not so much the stance on Kyrie that's changed. It's the rules. Mm. I mean, the rules 
were when he couldn't play, it was, yeah, cool, that's fine. But then it was other people that had the same vaccination status as him could come in and play. Yeah. And he couldn't. And you were like, oh, that's that's, that's questionable. Right. That's, that's, yep. Yeah, that's questionable. That's strange. And then it turned out then he was the only one missing out when they played in New York. Everyone else could play. Mm. Um, except, I guess, if there were a Knicks player who was unvaccinated, but I don't think there was anyone. No, I don't think there is anybody. Um, and now this one where it's now other visitors can play, he can go into Barclays Centre, he can watch. But as you said, I don't know. It's just if we're doing it, I don't know why we're bothering doing it. Either do it or don't do it. The half-ass stuff's kind of like... Well, I didn't know that the, the um, COVID-19 was only subjected to the inside of the four lines of the basketball court for Kyrie Irving. Like, uh, and I mean, it's even, weird that this virus works this way. Even at that way, like our understanding of this virus and how to treat it and what's happening and, and how to move on in society has evolved so much in the last, how long has the NBA been running? Like six months now, five yeah, months six now. six months or so, yeah. Yeah, like it's evolved so much in that time and it's going to evolve so much into the next season. Mm. Uh, it's going to be at a completely different place. And it's like, is he, yeah. I don't it's know. just, just really interesting silly. that you like have all these mandates for the X amount of million of people that live in New York, but this one guy can't do that. You know what I mean? Like, it's Well, just- I mean, the reason he can't is because they have, I don't know the exact logistics of the law, but it's, um, it's like called the private enterprise or something. I don't know exactly what it is, but something along those lines mm. where it's like, Work living and working in New York, you can't do it. So it's not just him. It's not like the press release came out and said, Kyrie, suck one. Like it was, there's a lot of other New York, there's, there'd be millions of other New Yorkers who are affected in the same way. But it sounds like for the people in the NBA world, and I understand that there are a lot of other New Yorkers that are affected the same way, but for the people in the NBA world, it looks like that's, I mean, that's exactly what it looks like. Like you've done everything right, Kyrie, but hey, by the way, suck one. Yeah, also, yeah. I mean, he can also kind of suck one because he could have well, yeah, yeah. played all season. He could, yeah, not everything. Like, I mean, right, but you know I, I, I mean. only, I, I don't really have that much sympathy for him because you know what? You could be fucking playing every game this season. So, yeah, yeah, you instead, could be. Instead, instead of being in the media taking cheap shots at the player that did play and carry the team, mm. like, fuck you, bro, just play. But it does, <laughs> the rules, like, I do see how he'd be frustrated at the rules. The rules are a bit questionable, but it's also. You can't complain too much, Kyrie. Yeah, you can't complain too much. Like, yeah, like at, yeah. at some point you're like, help me, I'm tied up. But it's like, yeah, but you also have like a fucking way to cut the, cut the yeah, tie off. There's a knife. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, like <laughs> I get it. It kind of sucks, but it's like, it's, like, just fucking, it. it's fine. Just fucking do it, bro. It's, it's not yeah. that deep, bro. You're like, come on, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. I think, I think that's about as much sympathy as I got for Kyrie. That I think yeah, the cool. rules are a bit strange. Yeah. Well, speaking of strange rules, look at you and your fucking segues oh, today. You mate, are, look at me. Fly. Look at this yeah, little Woo. machine. Woo. All right. Uh, yeah, now nah, on uh, the cheese and wash being able to play round one. Yeah, we touched it last week. Yeah, whatever. Let the boys play. Mm. I know you're anti this. Oh, it is what it is. Mm. Yeah. I am I am anti. I just, it's exactly what you said about the whole Kyrie thing. Like, you know, why isn't he let the boys play, but for cheese and, and wash, just let the boys play? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I just don't really care about the stuff they got in trouble for. That's my thing. <laughs> yeah, I think it's that big of a deal. I don't really think, like, especially cheese. So the Storm Boys, I think, got pretty hard done by. Yeah, but they, they're, they're repeat offenders. That's why they are repeat offenders. But I mean, they're they also didn't really do anything. Like they they weren't out doing it in public. They weren't out 
yeah. causing a like being menaces. They weren't out doing this now. They just went to a hotel room. I'm sure they were out partying before. Yeah, went into a hotel room. Tried and to someone hit him with the D'Angelo Russell. This is dickhead, mate. Yeah, that's yeah. Drop your dickhead. Don't let him film you. Yeah. If you see the phone, no phones. Yeah, no phones. Phones no in a box. Phones. I don't want to see it. Yeah, phones in a box. Like that's why I don't really care. The Walsh thing getting caught with it's not a great look, but I mean. Fucking hell, mate. If you if you searched every NRL player coming out of a nightclub, you chance find to say probably you find some shit you don't you want to find. find. You find some shit for <laughs> find sure. Find some shit. So it is what it is. Let the boys play. Find some shit for. All right. So I guess you're yeah on on them being clear. Yeah, you're a nah on it, aren't you? Are you a nah on the trail mm, as well? I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I my my heart says I'm a nah. My heart says I'm a nah. Like if, if they're gonna if you're gonna deal out the punishment, it shouldn't be able to review it fucking six weeks later. You know what I mean? Like yeah. But it is what it is. Whatever. It, we're here. At the time, at it. it was weird that the All Stars match didn't count. That was weird, and I like and and I like the fact that the NRL has come out and said, yeah, okay, we'll cop it. But I don't like the fact. Like I I get that Cheese and Walsh would have been selected, but the kick up was about Latrell. If it was about Latrell, Cheese, and yeah, it did feel like they kind of snuck these ones. Bro, in they there. piggybacked the fuck out of this. They were yeah. like, "Oh, cool, Preston's been set. Sweet, we're playing." Yeah, and that's what we mentioned last week. That Preston, yeah. once his Preston is set, and then now you get everyone going. Oh, what about if it's some mid-level guy that well, we'll deal with it then? Like, yeah. For the time being, these three guys were three guys who were guaranteed to get in. Yeah. If it's guys who aren't, bro, I saw the most cook take on Facebook about this. Yep, hit me with it. That I it love was, cook takes. That it was bias for the. New Zealand and the like indigenous guys that was biased for them because they get an extra game to serve suspensions and that white players don't, there should be a white all-stars like <laughs> this shit was so cooked, right? It's, it's times like these that I wish that we uploaded things on a video format because the face that right. I'm making right now. Right. Like, what the fuck is wrong with society that like, would, someone's turning just, around being like Anglo-Saxon people are uh, yeah. disadvantaged for yeah. not being Aboriginal and, right. and uh, married? And the whole thing of his, his old hand argument was like, yeah, all these, all these, ang- like all the white players should just claim to be indigenous and Maori, so that way they can get a game Bro. off, and they don't did have this, to cause. Did this motherfucker have like a? Like just a Holden logo. Nah, bro. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he had those on. those servo sunnies on. Of course he I'm did. I'm pretty sure he had the servo sunnies on. He was had the uh, mate. It was red hot as. Fucking no. Well, Barry, shut the fuck up. No one cares what you think, okay? Because I just assume your name's Barry or like Dave. Uh, well, no, I'm not gonna go there because we have a lot of good friends named Dave. So <laughs> I'm not gonna go there. But I just, I bet your name's Barry or something fucking stupid like that. Shut the fuck up. Bruce. No one cares. Let's move on. All right. Yeah, and I know. name is Bruce. Is it? Yeah. Does he wear survey studies? He might actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could be him. Could you be are him. a that's country out. boy. That does Put actually sound like. Stuff in the closet. That does sound like some red hot shit that my Uncle Bruce would say. Yeah, anyway, no, let's. I got some, some uncles the same. This <laughs> weekend, I was holy fuck. <laughs> you, want, you want to have a strange time? Add some red hot uncles into COVID. Oh, yeah. Oh, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you get it. I'm with you. I know. I love my uncles. I don't want to get them cancelled, so I'm staying. I don't want to get us cancelled. So stay out of it. Quiet on that. Let's move on. Let's move on to the (laughs) thing that, to the only thing that the North Queensland Cowboys are maybe win this year the preseason ladder. Fuck yeah, boys. We're the minor preseason premiers. Woo! What's going on? So the uh, someone someone on R slash NRL has put together the uh, the preseason ladder. 
and you've got uh, a band of misfits in this in this top eight: Cowboys, Raiders, Dragons, Eels, Manly, Warriors, Storm, and then the Panthers rounding out the eight. That was uh, top eight, baby. Top eight, baby. Final bound. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, look, the, the fact that the Cowboys won two and then absolutely sort of kind of oost the Broncos, we look good. We're going to get to it later, but we look we look fucking good. Um, and then yeah, those that uh, you know can do can do maths at home. The other eight are the Tigers, Sharks, Titans, Knights, Broncos, Bulldogs, Rabbits, and Roosters. And I can tell you that at least four of those teams are probably. <laughs> probably going to be in the top eight. It's going to be tight. It's going to be really tight. Uh, obviously, on Thursday, we're going to give our top eight predictions at the end of our last four teams of the NRL breakdown. Uh, sorry, our our ladder predictions. But, um, yeah, it's going to be really tight. There are 10 potential teams that can make the top eight, 10 or 11. I'm so, hoping they actually play well this year. Last year, we saw that midsection of the league be really shitty. Yeah. Like, lack of a better word, it just was – no one really impressed you that much there. Yeah. I think it's still going to be. Uh, I think I still think it's going to be like a top four heavy league, mm-hmm. um, and you'll see the you know the Storm, the Roosters, and the Panthers just absolutely awesome people. And there'll be a little. It, it'll be like a it'll be like a Tour de France, but this is not a Tour de France pod. But it'll be like a Tour de France, like the you know the Group One will be at the front, the Group Two will be in the middle, and then Group Three will just be absolutely kicking up a stink at the rear. So speaking of the Tour de France, okay, yeah. I don't get about cycling, right? Like, why do they st- why do they stop? Like, I know they do the overnight shit, but wouldn't a way cooler race be like you have to go go till you until die? You, yeah, until you win, or you just like <laughs> maybe not, maybe die. I don't know. You're on some fucking heavy shit, like. <laughs> but it, I don't know. It always seems strange. Like, I know they get the time benefits. Yeah. But I don't know. It just always seems strange. Yeah, I'm winning. You would think it would be a tactical advantage that, like, if everybody else is asleep, like, I'm just going to ride into the night kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, oh, but I'm just imagining, like, all these cyclists sleeping on air mattresses and one dude's getting up, creeping in between them, getting his bike stuff ready. <laughs> and he clicks his shoes and just poof. And then all these heads pop up, just like, he's fucking going. And then, like, so, all runs on their bikes. <laughs> so he was pissing down on the weekend, like I said, right? Driving yeah. up and down the mountain to get on the other side of the Bathurst. Some dude was wearing fucking sandals on his bike down the mountain. <laughs> it was down Mount Victoria. It was in, in the piss pouring rain. Oh, he bro. was in He was in a T-shirt and shorts. He's not my people. Little helmet, right and little. At least he had a helmet on, but at least he had a helmet on. Safety first. Safety first. Safety first. Sandals and shorts on a bike, pissing out, mate. Safety first. I got a helmet on. That reminds me, right? Safety first. I saw a motorbike rider the other day, right? Mm. Wearing football shorts and a singlet. Yeah. But I could only see. Like I could see the one side of him and I was like, that is so dangerous that like, if you fall, you are going to get fucked up. He turned the corner. He was missing the bottom half of his other leg. He had like yeah. a, like a prosthetic. And I was like, someone has think, not learned. Like, <laughs> yeah. Would you? Cause I was like, there's no way it's not from a motorbike accident. Right? No, it's gotta be. It's gotta be. And I was like, what part of you? Like I get wanting to keep riding. Cause I know people that have lost limbs in motorbike accidents and, and then just they want to keep riding, yeah. Because that's they're like, what's going to happen? Like, I lose my fucking leg. Like, it's already yeah. like that's an actual quote from someone I know that lost their leg doing it. But I was like, would you? Is that not- some- did that someone go to school with us? No, but I know who you're thinking of. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah I know who you're thinking of it. Um, <laughs> but like, wouldn't you learn it? So I don't know. I just it seemed real. I was like, this is 
fucking next level. That's, like, that's red hot is, to me. That is, is red hot as. That's big red hot to me. Um, because I would maybe never get on a motorbike again if I lost a leg to a motorbike yeah. accident. I think I'd be done. I'd be How much would it cost done. me to get a prosthetic, bro? Be massive. But be huge. huge. Thank you, Medicare. Thank you. Yeah. Can I get the extending one? <laughs> <laughs> Extendo Lego, cause. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But yeah, just crazy. But yeah, not a Tour de France pod and not a motocross pod. Nah, not either of those pods. We are, we do claim to be an NRL pod. So let's get into some trial games. First game of the weekend. Uh, we're going to do like we did last week. I'm going to give you some scores and you just run through the highlights for me. If you want to talk about them, talk about them. If not, let's fucking move on. Let's make it short and snappy because it's almost bedtime, baby. It is. Manly v Raiders, 16-18 to the Raiders. Any thoughts on this, my guy? Mainly the camera didn't look as bad as I thought. Canberra, okay. Yeah, Canberra looked pretty competent. Mm, mm. Uh, Jamal Fogarty surprised me. Hodgson, like Hodgson and Fogarty seemed to have a little bit of chemistry there. Yeah. Fogarty lets him kind of run the show and do the Hodgson shit he needs to do. Yeah. And that unlocked Jack Whiten. Yeah, yeah. Jack he looks Whiten really looked, good in that Jack running role. Jack Whiten looked hot last night. Uh, not yeah. last night, the other night. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he looked good. He was back to that. He had that try where he went off the left foot twice. Yeah. And you're like, how the fuck does he do that? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, boys, like K- that's KP shit right Yeah, there. exactly. Where he just keeps bouncing off the same leg and you're like, what the fuck? How's <laughs> um, that leg not tired? But he's also like twice the size of KP and you can't get in front of him and stop him. Yeah, no, exactly. And he looked great. Tomoko at the back looked great. Forward, Tarpane, who's a, who we're both big fans of. Massive fans. Um, needs to just rip and tear like this every week. We got a lot of flack. Last year, I want to I want to fucking air this now. We got a lot of flack last year for including Tarpane as our extended bench team of the year. We were picking true to positions, true to form. He played fantastically off the bench last year. So fuck all the haters. It's not our fault. He's a bench specialist. Yeah, it's not our fault. He's a bench, but he's gonna he's gonna be a starting specialist this yeah, year. He should start. I think I should start. He 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 seems to like the responsibility. Yeah. When Papali is out, he steps up. When he's yeah. captain of the All Stars team, he steps up. Yeah, exactly. He just is a machine. Just tell him, go out there, rip and tear, and keep your crazy misses off Instagram, please. <laughs> but, um, I mean, Canberra, look, Canberra looked, as we said, competent, which, I mean, is definitely a compliment when you're looking at last year. Yeah. Um, great halves pairing. I like that. Manly looked good. Showed some flashes. Uh, but, I don't know. I still worry about this team a little bit. I think they're very one-dimensional. Mm, they're fast. And yeah, they're fast. That's they're it. Fast, they're fast. Yeah. Cooler and Saab. <laughs> yeah. There was fucking, there were burn marks at how fast yeah, but they were Saab going. was jogging. Yeah. Oh, that was, that was crazy. The fact that like Cooler was in an absolute fucking sprint and Saab was just catching him yeah. at half speed. Yeah. At half, half speed. speed. And it was crazy. I mean, they're fast. That's what they do. They, they're going to beat lots of teams by being fast. Yeah, they're going to get just, lots of lots of tries off errors, and and that's going to be exciting of, yeah. to watch. Yeah, then that's what they were last year, right? And they run the score yeah. up on teams yeah. that just can't keep up with them. They run the score up. They just they need to find that little bit of grit in the middle. Yeah, just a little bit of something to help them get to next level. Um, mm-hmm. Kawatu's gone for I think two weks. Yeah, a couple of weeks. Possibly dislocated three. Elbow. Yeah, dislocated yeah. elbow, and I thought he was going to be a big key. A little bit yeah. of strike weapon there. Three weeks is nothing at the start of the year. Fuck it. Like it's not, he can't play. He doesn't play origins. He's not missing time in the middle of the year. Like he'll, he'll be fine. He'll find some form. There's a Nathan Cleary faithful. Three weeks is nothing. I'll be fucking. Three weeks right. is nothing. Yeah, bro. We got nothing. Sean O'Sullivan. I'm not worried. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, Manly looked all right on here. And if anyone tells you that Ben Turbo is the best 
Turbo, they are lying to you. <laughs> I was told by two people over the weekend that he's the best Turbo. I was like, do you not watch football? They're like, no, but he's going to be the best. I was like, A, probably not. B, he's not the best now. Was- you basically just had the closest thing to like a unanimous DLM. In Tommy yeah. Turbo. And they're like, nah, Ben's better. <laughs> no, 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 he's Ben's not, better. Though. He's not. Every time I look, he's either coming off the bench or he's going off injured. Every yeah. time he plays, it's yeah. ridiculous. I don't think he's got, I don't know. It's no point. I don't want to waste time talking about Ben and Turbo. God, they just really <laughs> piss me off as they can. Like the first person said it and I was like, yeah, cool. You're a manly fan. I cop that. And someone else said, it. I don't know who they go for, but I was like, this is like, who the fuck this is, is you? collusion. This is red yeah. hot. Why are people saying this? <laughs> All right, all right, let's push on. Let's, let's push, push on, on because you're going to get you're going to get angry. You're going to get heated, bro. Uh, absolutely heated. <laughs> but yeah, good good win by the by the Raiders. Let's move on. The Roosters v Tigers. Tigers Tiger Town. Set, oh, this, gave it to him. This was actually a really fun game. Yeah, it was good. This was the second Friday night game, wasn't it? I believe yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. Luch Lai Lua. Hey, yo, are you excited? Ooh, come north now, baby. Come north now. Right. We need some of that. We need some of that strike up north. Let's do it. Him and do we though because we're the top of the preseason ladder. <laughs> Him and drink water together are going to be fun. Yeah, yeah, very fun. Like he he was great. He wanted it. He ran hard, and that last try that he scored, where he called for the ball off the kick. Yeah, he yeah, that was great off that. He, that, was sexy. And, that and that and that's what you need. He's probably mm. going to be the best player a lot of the times on the field for them. Yeah, call for the ball. Say yeah, you want exactly. the ball. You got the matchup you want. You see what you see. Go for it. Defend the playing, ball. and it's only going to be good for them too because Papa Lee is going to slide right into his position as soon as he leaves. Yeah, so I'd, I'd still rather have Luch than Papa Lee. I would rather have Luch than Papa Lee too. But if they're going to run sets, then you may as well. Like, yeah, run yeah, it I know what you side, mean. Yeah, and then you can chop and change puzzle piece. Looks a little bit different, but it kind of fits the same. Mm. And boom, insert go. You can go from there. Um, I think playing without BJ is going to be good for him. Yeah. His brother's such a fuckhead. Yeah, <laughs> he's a fuckhead. He's an absolute fuckhead. He made him part of the calm one in that duo. Yeah, that's Rapana weird. was the level-headed one. That's weird. That's weird. <laughs> that's weird. That's like that's like Blake Ferguson being the level-headed one between, like between him like, and Todd Carney. Exactly. Yeah, that's everyone's tough. like, man, Rapana's got a bit crazy last year. No, Jolie no, Lewis not Jolie stopping Lewis a no fuck with there. next to him. Yeah. That's what it is. Exactly. Your boy uh, Hastings uh, looked really good. Really, really good. Uh, Help the Tigers get around the pack really, really well. Um, what do you think? Maybe moving him around to thirteen, or do you reckon he's a six? I didn't like that idea at the start of the year because mm. he didn't look like a thirteen in the Super League. Doesn't look big enough. But he's put on a bit of size now. Mm. He looked a bit slow, which was concerning. Yeah, looked a bit slow. He looked like he was carrying a lot of weight. Maybe they'll move him to. Maybe they'll move him there. I don't think so. I think maybe when probably, Dewey comes back. I think he should probably play seven and Dewey play six. Yeah, right. Like Luke Brooks, like they they scored two of their tries when Luke Brooks was off the field and Jock Maddox was the other half, bro. Fuck Luke Brooks. I can't believe he still gets fuck Luke I Brooks. I was I listening understand. to the bloke. I was listening to the bloke podcast and apparently the Knights thought it was an absolute done deal that they got Luke Brooks. But why would you? Why why would you want that? Fuck Luke Brooks. I would rather Clifford and Clune. Yeah, without a doubt, than Brooks. Brooks, yep. like at least Clifford and Clune, they like Clune's not super young. He's at least like he's pretty consistent. He's looked good the last few weeks. But they're gonna try every week. Cliff, Clifford's young. They're gonna be yeah. Like Luke Brooks is just not a good halfback. No, he's not. And he just can. And the fact that people are just slotting him in to be yep, he's the seven. They've got to work out who the six is between Dewey and Hastings and um, Jock Madden. Fuck that. 
Mm. Brooks, like make him yeah. fight to come back seven. Like you don't just get given this shit. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't know. I mean, I, I would go. I'd go. Maybe Hastings at thirteen. You try it. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, he was too instrumental and stuff, and he was floating across the field a lot. Mm. Um, I think at thirteen he'd play a lot like Isaiah Yo. Yeah. And I mean, maybe but that we'll, short ball could really work for him. Yeah, exactly. It could right. really work, and and that might work, right? Like just having him out there is good, especially because Luke Brooks isn't going to do anything. So at least you got another playmaker. Yeah, exactly. But I mean. I don't know. I don't like the idea of Brooks still being a hard. Maybe how do you how do you waste a roster spot on just a guy that can kick? Like how do you do that? Can't even kick though. He's just an okay kicker. He just no no no. But but versus, yeah. but versus everything else that he does, like yeah yeah, his yeah, kicking game is probably the best thing in his game, right? Like how do you waste a roster spot on that? I don't know. I feel like you can get. I don't know when he's, his contract must be up soon. Mm. I'd imagine probably end of the year. I can't yeah. imagine it goes past this year. Yeah, you wouldn't re- you. Leave him to walk, wouldn't you? Like I would think so. Unless unless you can get him for like absolute bottom feet of money. If you can get him for bottom so. feet of money, but then he shouldn't start. I don't know. It's just one of those nah. things. It's like the fact that people just pencil him in to be like, yeah, he's a starting seven. It's like he wouldn't be my starting seven. He, no, he wouldn't he be. Would, he wouldn't be. He wouldn't be. I, I would maybe without I would Dewey, sooner take Tom Dearden. That's at least Tom call. Dearden could be good. I mean, they're both not yeah. good now. He played really well on the Tom- six, or he played really well on the six this weekend. Mm, we'll get to that. I got that. some thoughts on that. Don't you worry. Yeah, right. I'm sure you do. Any any key takeaways for for the Roosters? We've talked nah, a lot man, of they Tigers. They didn't give a fuck. They didn't give a fuck. Like they, yeah. any team starts locking Lamb at fullback. Yeah, <laughs> just doesn't doesn't biggest, care. Biggest takeaway from this game: Tigers with no captains, zero wins. Tigers with five captains. One win. They will have to play round one with four captains, though. James Tarmaz get got done. Well, three. Well, three because Adam Dewey is out. Ooh, They're dropping like points. flies. They're Mate, dropping like flies. That's why they needed five. They're down to three. <laughs> Something goes wrong. They lose Peachy. I don't know. Warn. No captains. Down to two. No, no captains. captains. No more air runs. Yeah. They name a whole new. Do they always have to have five? They bring in two more. I love the idea that the Hello Sport Boys had. Just name all seventeen of them captains, because then they really they get seventeen captains challenges. Ooh. The more captains, the more challenges. Surely. Yeah. They'll have to do a quick little vote. Captain challenge, hand up. Yeah. I want this uh, one. I want this as one. As long as it's not fucking Tyrone Peachy. Don't, don't <laughs> ever let... <laughs> he's the, don't let him do it, please. But I mean, the Roosters <laughs> looked all right. Walker Walker got that head knock and he got oost by Tarmow. Um, yeah. The trend's going to continue next uh, this year. People are going to target him. They're going to yeah. hit him hard. They're going to try and make him uncomfortable. Naguama yeah. um, was not good at all. No, no, he's, he's not. not but he's not but good. again, that could be playing into the the Roosters not giving a fuck. Or, I also or think what? it's part of that. Like Naguam is going to be like Matt Ikavalu last year. Like Matt Ikavalu played because everyone else died. Oh, who was I talking to? Not a fantasy pod, but who was I talking to about? I think was it? No, it wasn't you. I think it was Andy, friend of the podcast, Andy, picking up Ikavalu. He was talking about how he was upset he didn't pick up Ikavalu, and that uh, somebody else picked him up before. And I was like, dude, he's not even going to be like. The starter. He doesn't. Did he's you, not going to start. In a did you forget about Katoa Ronaldo. and Ronaldo? Like two of the best wingers in the league, mind you. However, based on today's game, and we're going to get to it. I think Molotalo might play in the centers. It's possible. It's possible. Yeah, yeah they so, do need that. They do need Connor Tracy. Is as much Mul- as I like him, you need something else. Molotalo's looking like a uh, uh, Stephen Crichton light right now. Um, Dude, so him and Ra- him and on he's, he's yoked and, and can move and can absolutely. Yeah. So, we'll, but we'll get to the sharks in a second. Let's. Uh, speaking of Crichton, let's talk about your 
not so mighty. No, I've got, I've got nothing Penrith to say. Panthers. Move on. <laughs> so, all right, so I'll cover this one. Is this Paris year? They won uh, 36 nil against the Penrith Panthers and they looked in control the entire time, but that's what happens when you name Charlie Staines as your number one. Um, it was, yeah, look, this is a tough watch, dude. Every time I, because I was doing stuff in between. So I was like looking up at the screen, looking down, looking up, looking down. And I just, the score kept going up every time I looked up. And the fact that it was a, a trial game, a blue bet as well, it just makes it, it hurts all the more. Yeah, um, it sucks for the fans that went out. The first game back at Penrith Park was a loss like this. And I didn't watch this game. I watched it after. And How? How did you sit through it? I had to say, I was curious. I was curious where we went wrong. And then it pretty much made sense. It was like, okay, <laughs> some of the reserve forwards. Did you write everywhere sucks. on the page? I just wrote, like, just wrote stains <laughs> in massive letters. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it was a tough watch. And half the people I was away with were Penrith fans. The other half were Para fans. Yeah. So after a couple of brewskis, we'll cop, cop it up, but it's all right. I mean, they can enjoy their trial win. We'll enjoy our premiership. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> uh, but that being said, like, I mean, we're talking a lot of the of Penrith's downfall. The Eels, as much as it pains me to say, they looked good. Um, but... Um, yeah, they they had a lot of had a lot of really good strike in the halves. It's good to see Dill Brown actually like taking the ball up and yeah, play around with play, it. Yeah, he actually did some attacking. If he does this all year, they might they might have themselves a season. Yeah, and I mean, there's two there's two sides to every game. There's an offense and a defense, and Dill Brown is like by far there for defense because Mitch Moses couldn't tackle a fucking potato sack. But um, it he he looks really really good, and um, they were getting the ball around really really well, and yeah, just lots of lots of short ball action, lots of like big strong pack like your RCGs and your Junior Paulos and your Papa Lee's just looking really fucking strong and and with a lot of get-go. So um, that, that is what to see. That is what's what led them down last year though. Mm. Big forward pack started strong, lost a bit of momentum, kind of gassed, yeah. came into the end of the season tough. They got to keep that up. They got Brad Arthur has to find a way to keep that intensity the whole season. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't shown that he can do it. No, How many true. times do they start off strong and fade? And True. they kind of came back and brought it around the end of last season when it was dire straits. But it's that has to, if you want to be an elite team, that has to be all year. Yeah. And we've been saying this since, since day one, we're at almost at 50 and we've been saying this since fucking at one. Brad Arthur's not the guy. He's, I, I really don't think that he's the guy. I reckon you could get this. I don't know what coaches are out there, um, but you could get this pack a lot further. And I mean, it's it's easy enough to say, you know, with a top five coach, with a Robbo or with a bellyache or whatever. But like, even if you somehow threw an absolute, like everything from Parramatta Leagues at Mal Meninga to get him to come down from the Gold Coast, like he would get way more out of this pack. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I, yeah. We, and it's we, not happening. I know it's not happening. No, yeah. But, but I know Brad Arthur talk- is not the guy. Do that, Brad Arthur. Yeah, and as you said, that nauseam. But it's like it's, at some point you just got to be. Like, we got to change something. And unfortunately for them, they, they'll get one last crack at it this year. I think and no matter what, if, if Brad Arthur doesn't really succeed, then then it might be tough. And maybe he's, be- a, he's also in like a pretty good position where like they're losing all their guys next year, so they may want to keep him for continuity purposes. You know, they, what I they mean? might. And you're right. And he might end up being there and and bring along Mitch Moses and. Dill Brown and a few of the other young boys coming through, but I don't know. I don't know if he's that kind of coach. We'll see. Mm, we shall see. We shall see. Moving on to South V Dragons. The Dragons won the Charity Shield 16-10. Uh, first Charity Shield win since 2007. You got anything you want to really touch on with this one, my guy? Nah, Cody Walker looked good. 
Yeah. I mean, he was. I was worried how they, how their halves were going to operate without Adam. Uh, he stepped up. He did a lot. Same thing. Don't know if it's sustainable all year. Mm. And I mm. think he's a guy where if this is how he's going to beat you, you send out your grubbiest front rower to uh, just attack the in, fuck in out the tackle, him. give him a little bit, you know, yeah. kind of get in his head. And and once you start that, it doesn't take much to get Walker going. Yeah, and, he, exactly. and then he gets in his own head. Yeah, like that's what it is. He's just in his own head, and he does what he can to to try and beat you. And I think you just need other aspects. Latrell will be there. Taff will be there. Ilias will see what happens. Like there'll mm. be other guys around him. Fuck that kid has a boot, Ilias. Oh, oh look, days. he made a concrete, mate. His Holy foot. Shit. Um, he's making Nathan Cleary look human. I know. I know. That was, that, that's why I'm starting to think he'll probably be the seven. Be the seven from now on. Like that might mm. be his jersey to lose now, and Taff will have to. Coming up 14 or playing yeah. the centers, maybe Jackson Paulo didn't exactly, you know, fill me with a lot of confidence. Bruh, from friend of the show, Luke Puru, like I'm I'm off Jackson Paulo. Like he apparently he just like loves to like just thinks he's way better than he is. And you're gonna you, I think you're gonna see that a lot. I don't think AJ's gonna get that many tries if Jackson Paulo is playing in the three because he's gonna try and take on four guys more often than not. And it's going to be tough for all you fantasy goers out there that that took AJ. I mean, if you, yeah, I was going to say it took Jackson. I was like, if you took Jackson in fantasy, you're a fucking idiot. Oh, yeah, you are a fucking idiot. You are a fucking idiot. Hey, Joel, take take a, take him. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, forward. it's just, I, I think this team will be quite a step down from last year. I think the Roosters will probably take their spot in the top four. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Probably indeed. All right, moving on to another top four team, the Storm versus the Knights. They ended up awesome them, and if they didn't, I would have, I would have been worried. Um, twenty four to ten, Storm over Knights. Uh, what, what do you take from this, my guy? Worked out how I thought they would. Storm were missing some strike players in Pap and Munster. Mm. Uh, the the big guys didn't play a whole lot of minutes. They're going to be good again this year. Yeah, they they're going to tool up be. and go again this year. Um, this is say they're in a similar spot to the Eels, but not as bad because the guys they're losing, you'd probably be all right losing. Like Smith, you knew was gone eventually. Yeah. Uh, and then you lose both Bromages. Both Bromages, Kafusi. Uh, Kafusi. I think next year might be a touch of a step back and then they'll come back again with a new core. Then mm. Munster and Papa, the real senior players. Jerome Hughes is a senior. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but you got to pay think, Munster the same as paying Jerome Hughes and it's it's going it's, it's to be work. I think ugly. they got guys there. I think they got guys. Jaden uh, Nicarima looked all right too, Cody's brother. Mm. Yeah, it looked pretty um, good. And the number nine, the son of Rod Wishart, his name is Ty, Tyran. Yep. He, um, another great storm number nine. Mm. Oh, they, know, they know how to find him. Unbelievable. Can we just fucking, we're going to have Mitch Kenny run out for Penrith next year. Can we have one of them? <laughs> I I actually uh, heard on Bloke that of the of the three, of the big three at Melbourne being Munster Hughes and Grant, who do you think would leave first? And they're saying Grant. They reckon Grant. He was on with uh, the rugby league guru, our friend, Um Friend liberally because we had him on once and would love to have him on again. Um, but yeah, um, our, our I, friend, Mr. I believe Rugby that. Guru. Yeah, I believe, I believe it that. too. I believe that. When you look at it, you think, oh, really? But it's like Grant was always the outsider. He's, he's always I been a bit they, one foot out the door. I think so too. And he took the Tigers thing and he's seen how I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if it came down they had to choose between the two before Brandon made the choice for them. They might have chose Brandon. Mm. 
Mm. Uh, and Harry Grant's injury thing as well. Like Brendan Smith's fucking durable. Yeah, I think I prefer to have Grant, but I'd pre- I'd prefer to have Grant. I'd prefer to have yeah. Grant, but I wouldn't surprise me if Melbourne would have chosen to choose Smith. No, I think they would have chosen because, to choose Smith. Yeah, um, to keep Smith to keep Smith, and I it wouldn't surprise Hughes. I don't think would ever leave. I mean, Craig Bellamy made him who he is. Yeah, exactly. he's always had it in him, but he turned him from a backup fullback to a top what top three halfback in the game. Ooh, top two, top, maybe. I, I was going to say, I thought you were going to go the other way. I was going to say, I don't think top three is out of question. I think top nah, two. Top top two. I it'd think top hard, two. It'd be a... hard to find someone someone up there with him and Cleary. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Um, I completely agree with that. But, yeah, the Knights the Knights just look fucking rough. You see Kafusi trying to recruit Ponga? Yeah, I saw that. At the end of it? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it was straight tampering out here. That might happen, man. Like, if like, the Knights are going to be so bad. Like, the Knights are my spoon pick, probably. I mean, we'll touch on it more when we get to the ladder prediction yeah. next week. But what's what record do the Knights have to be ten games in for Ponga to be like, nah, fuck it, I'm not doing this? What record do you reckon? Three and seven, like two wins, maybe two and eight, two and eight, and he goes, nah, I'm not fucking doing this. You reckon three and seven? He's he thinks, nah, I'm sticking around. I think it'd have to be a lot for him to say, I'm gone. So that's yeah. why I think to it. Like I'm curious. I'm gonna have a quick look now. What are their first ten games a night? Because they can start know. off really without Brayley, without like their first ten games. Could be. It's gonna be rough. They have they have a really strong forward pack. But they spine. play the Roosters in round one. Sucks. Yeah. They play Lost. Roosters in round one. They play or oh, the Tigers in round two. That might be a dub. Probably a loss. But French a probably a loss. But they fringe. play Penrith in round three. Clearly, loss going to be at least back. Loss, so that's two guaranteed L's. They play the Sharks in round four. That's a loss. Probably a loss, yep. That's, I think the Sharks are going to be good this year. They play Manly in round five. That's a loss. You're at four out of five now. They play, well, they play the Dragons in round six. They can probably win that. But if you're already at four out of five and morale's low. Yeah, yeah. And then, So they could they could probably win that. So let's say, let's say right now they're two and four. Yeah, and then they got in round seven, they got the Eels. Loss probably. I would say that's a loss. <laughs> that fucking hurts. <laughs> Storm in round eight. That's a loss. <laughs> um, You're at two and six currently. Oh, your North Queensland Cowboys round nine. That's Big a dumb. loss. That's a loss. That's a loss. Cowboys revenge game against Jake Clifford. That's a loss. <laughs> and then round 10. The cap off the oh they play the doggies round ten they can bring it they can bring it back in the end there I think there are legitimately I think only three games there that they're going to win there are three games where they're probably favourites I, I don't those... I no I legitimately don't think they're favourites in any of them but there are three that they can potentially the win I don't I I think by the no. time we get to round ten I don't think they'll be I don't think they'll be by round ten no their morale the dogs, will be too low the and the dogs will have them. mixed. The dog's tied with them without Dufty and without a real seven, which I think give them 10 weeks and they might find. And something. without Adokar and without Burton. Yeah. I did say without Burton. You said without Dufty. Did I? Yeah. I'm sorry, I meant Burton because Dufty played. He scored that four. Yeah, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, that's tough. They could honestly, they could be two and eight in the first. They could be. They really could be. That's so and tough. after the North Queensland revenge game on Jake Clifford, they'll be one and nine. Don't worry about that. And as you said, awesome. and- KP is not the type of player from what we've seen to really dig in deep, bite in the mouth guard, and you know, put your head in the rock. He's if they if they start dropping him, who knows? Maybe a hammy gets picked up. Maybe maybe he just wants to go grab another milkshake. You know, maybe uh, maybe. maybe I don't know. This team's gonna, it's going to be rough for Knights fans, man. 
Mm. <laughs> anyway, speaking of this revenge game, Cowboys, the preseason premiership winning Cowboys, twenty six to six over the over the. Bro, I might have to put it on the wall with this fucking year. Twenty six to six over the Brisbane Broncos, and fuck, we look strong. Val in the three, Hamiso in the one, getting around, looking energetic like a little energizer bunny. Fucking, we just we just look good. Cohen stress, absolutely. Pumping through people, God, it just it was it was good to see. It was really good to see. And on the back of this, um, Lukey signed to twenty twenty five. Come on, that's a good that's a good Come re-up. on. That's a beautiful re-up. absolutely beautiful re-up. But uh, what do you think of uh, Tommy Dearden in the six? I just I feel like the best halves player out of the three is one who's going to have to fight for his spot. And I don't Scott see the logic in that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the best, like the best <laughs> naming Townsend as captain puts you in such an all puts you in such a corner. Yeah, because you can't drop him, especially if Tamalolo is going to miss time for injury like he has. Yeah, if he's your captain, you can't drop him, and you haven't drink water and did like unless they want to play did and off the bench some. But then he's, I'd, I'd rather if I'm the Cowboys, I'd rather did and play full Queensland Cup games. Yeah, play off the bench in the NRL for a little bit. No, 100%. Especially if you want him to be a halfback. Like you see someone like Tanner Boyd, right? He used to be a – he was Australian schoolboy's halfback. Yeah. I'm not saying he's not a good halfback anymore, but he transitioned into a 14 now. If he had played Q Cup at halfback for, you know, two years, who knows what he could be, right? Like he might be the same, he might be worse, but yeah, Mm. it just – the. to be fair, though, I do I, I back the co-captain announcement only because, like, he's a premiership-winning half. Guys, listen to him. He's got respect throughout the entire league, you know? Like, it's- Yeah, but I think, you get, I think you get that out of him without the captaincy. Mm. I think you, you could have... I think it's just a sign of good faith. And, I mean, Todd Payton's <laughs> also trying to keep his job. So the fact that, like, I think he needs to do this to, in a little bit to keep his job, you know? Yeah, I just, I just don't see the thing about, like, as you said, like, Luke, he just re-signed. He got young Hammer, Drinky's young. Like, I don't know why you'd... And, um, I would have thought it would have been Val. Yeah, I can see why not. I don't think him and Peyton see eye to eye on a lot of stuff. Like, I get why it was... Te- I get why it was Chad. Yeah. It's more the Dearden thing as well that's a bit confusing because I don't want he, uh, him and Drinkwater shouldn't be vying for a shouldn't be vying for a spot. Nah, shouldn't. Drinkwater be. plays erratic enough. He can't be thinking, "Shit, I've got to do something big here to keep my spot." That's mm. not how you want him playing. Yeah, but we'll see. I don't know. I mean, that's that's this is crazy. This is a bit crazy to me. I don't get it. You'd want some continuity in there. And yeah, what I also don't get is like Drinkwater. A lot of the time looked like our best player last year. Like, uh, and when he was in the Harsley Hampton, he like. He almost looked like an origin half. Yeah. Like, which was Hampton, Hampton, Hampton in the sevens. Yeah, Hampton in the seven. That was a good experience. That was a weird experience. I love that good, shit. But it was like. Even with Justin O'Neill out in the field, we looked good. Like, it was it was fucking good. So, yeah, let's. I don't I I, I back it. Uh, we had a really good game. And, but this is not the Broncos team that, that we're going to see for the entire year. I don't like, think it was. Uh, they weren't far off, like. They weren't far off full strength. However, I reckon they were going three-quarter speed, and without Adam Reynolds, you lose continuity in the middle there. And and that's your and that's your biggest player, right? Like, yeah, it's like, oh, we only miss one guy, yeah, but he's like, he's your best player. Clearly missing for Penrith, right? Yeah, you're missing the one guy that's the heart of the machine that makes everything fucking go. Yeah, Uh, but we'll see. They're going to get early border stag still. 
Yeah. Get Sags yeah. going. Get the. I think Walters will probably play six. Probably. I think he's under six. Walters, he's played really, really well. He surprised me. I thought he was shit house. Still not completely. Yeah, I was worried. The other way. I was worried that Daddy was just going to name him because it's Daddy, but. He he's done well. He's actually how done many well. how many Audi brand Clearies do we have running around now? Oh, I know, right? The Arthur's and the Walters. The Arthur's and the Walters. Don't don't you dare put Jacob Arthur in Nathan Cleary's fucking conversation. <laughs> Only put Jacob Arthur in Billy Walters' conversation. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's, 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 it. that's it right there. That's the fucking shout. That's a fucking shout. I'd rather talk about fucking Brad Fittler and his young bloke than. Uh, than any of the Walters or uh, or Arthur, right? His yeah, no. his his boy's a big boy, mate. He's yeah, he's a he's a weapon. Be frightening. He is going to be frightening. All right, last game and let's get the fuck out of here. You got anything you want to touch on with the Sharks and Bulldogs? It wrapped up tonight. Sharks won thirty to six. Not really. Didn't watch a lot of it. We'll prep them for this. Uh, had it on in yep. the background. I mean, Hines and Trindle looked a bit better. They're gaining that continuity. Yeah, uh, they just looked polished. Out, not, no McKinnis out there. I think they were missing a couple of boys, actually. Yeah, they're missing a couple, but Dale was out there ripping and tearing, so that was Dale good to was. See. It was good to see, and I mean, they just they looked they looked like a threat. Like last mm. year, they looked a bit disjointed, and they looked like a team who probably would just scrape into the finals. But they they looked good this year, man. Fitzgibbon's got them rolling. Yeah, a uh, bit upset to see Wade go down with that ankle injury. Good thing it's not a head knock, but um, he'll yeah. be evaluated, and we'll see what the go is there. Yeah. He's, he's another paper guy. He is, and he's a guy. He's a guy I'm a big fan of. You know, Penrith Junior played for Blacktown, mm. came through. Just can't stay healthy, and I think he probably would have locked if he could stay healthy. He would have locked down the New South Wales spot a couple of years ago. I think on that back row. Yeah, he's so I, he he basically played five eight for New South Wales one year. Mm, yeah, he, he did. played in the halves. He was he basically did. a five eight in there, and I think he got so much skill. Mm. But he just, yeah, I don't know. I feel bad for him. I agree with you, but I'm quite worried that there's another early Boyd Corner-esque retirement around the corner for him. So we'll see how he goes, uh, but we we do obviously wish him the best of luck. All right, my guy, well, you got anything that you really want to touch on for the rest of tonight, or can we make like a shepherd and get the flock out of here? We can get the fuck out of here, my friend. I am I'm pretty much done. It was it was pretty good, pretty good trial weekend. Looking forward. We've got what two weekends now until football starts. We'll be at game number Uno. Two weeks, baby. We'll be at game numero uno on the tenth Thursday night. Um, yeah, less than two weeks to go. How fucking good football is back. And then our it's weekends ripping, are taken. And then our, yeah, our weekends are absolutely. Don't call us, don't hit us up. We're busy. Yeah, sorry, we're busy. We're too busy uh, watching Dogs Canberra on a Sunday afternoon. Doesn't that sound like fun? <laughs> <laughs> I guess nights. Yeah, sure. Mid-Saturday <laughs> game. Call me for the nights games. Yeah. <laughs> Call me during those games for sure. Call me during the nights games. All right, well, thank you to everybody that uh, tuned in and listened. We really appreciate you as we do every week. On Thursday, we will be covering the last four teams and then we will be giving you what we think our ladder prediction is going to be. Uh, and, I mean, we're just going to fucking wing it. We'll do what we do. We'll ad lib. Um, we'll and then we're hoping to get another NBA show. Well, NBA shows will be starting from that next Tuesday after that. Yeah, next Tuesday after that, NBA shows will be starting. I'm hoping that we'll have some guests over that Tuesday. So uh, keep your ears peeled and perched. Um, and, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Beautiful. Happy days.
Happy days. Follow us where you can follow us. Fifth and dribble. Uh, at third third pod in a row where I'm going to say you can find us on Google even if you don't know how just to get Google to Instagram, us, Facebook, just, or Twitter. Just Google. Whenever you're dribble. showing two people, because we know you're all uh, When you're showing them, just Google us. Yeah, just Google us. Google us. We're, uh, if we're not your top search, are you really a fan? No, don't go incognito I, and search. Search us on the real shit. <laughs> search us on the real shit, and then go on a VPN and search us on that as well. And that would be <laughs> that would be great. We give us that international exposure. Give us the most right? obscure country you can think of. That's what we want to see. Speaking of, and probably a bit of a touchy subject right now, but we had a listen from Russia. So oh, red hot, don't do that. <laughs> Very red hot. <laughs> I thought you weren't trying to get us canceled. And bro. I am going to leave it on oh, that. Share right. with two and- friends and we will catch you in the Thursday show. <laughs> I'll see you in the next one. Maybe, maybe. <laughs>